coming from below. I think you've become bad. Almost as if something is moving below us. Act a little peculiar and you're an outsider. Perhaps you've always been bad. Uh-huh. We don't have program to bring you a live broadcast on the What's the Funk and now resurrected lost art. Don't you feel it? Brigham. Welcome to the Balls Deep Podcast, part of the Fantasy Basketball International uh, Podcast Network. Another week of industry pickup, uh, week 15 in the books. I'm joined, as always, uh, by Mitch Casey. Let's bring him in. G'day, mate. Uh, yeah, look, two wins. Uh, doesn't happen very often. Um, happens for you a lot, but doesn't happen for me very often. So, uh, yeah, coming to you with a smile on my face today. Uh, moved up the standings. My 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 dreams of uh, postseason action are still alive, barely. Um, how have you been? I haven't spoken to you in about a week. Yeah, no, I've been good, mate. I've been good, and uh, yeah, just trying to assess the team as things get closer and closer to uh, fantasy basketball playoffs. We've got the trade deadline as well coming up very shortly, so that will shake things up as well. Um, but yeah, no, big week for me and probably a bigger week for you, mate, taking down one of the top teams and, uh, not even a, not even a little sneaky five, four, you got a little extra, a little half point there. So, uh, I, I was watching it closely again and, uh, the, the steals just tying there, that extra half category win, um, might be big or, or missing out on that, you know, potential second half category is, uh, maybe costly, but we'll see how it all pans out. So exciting that you're still in the hunt. Yeah, look, it was it was close. Uh, coming into today, into the final day, the score was basically it was exactly as it is. Um, for those watching along, yeah, you can see I had a five three one victory over uh, established the run, Drew Dinkmeyer. Um, and yeah, steals was the category. Uh, we tied in steals. Uh, we were tied coming into today. I played at the very. I think it was at. So the Pacers game tipped off at 6 p.m. Eastern U.S. time at about 5.58. I decided to play TJ McConnell over Josh Giddy uh, oh. in the hope of just, just getting a sneaky steal, uh, which he didn't do. He did get me seven assists, uh, which were which were handy. But, um, yeah, I just couldn't get that one extra steal. Markel Fultz was terrible today. I just yeah. needed him to do something, and he, he was awful. So, uh, yeah, look, 5-3-1 victory over, over Drew, and, and he's second in the standing. So uh, probably my best win of the season uh, in terms of who I was against, and, I, and I've actually moved up into eighth spot now, two and a half games uh, behind B-Dub, who sits in sixth. Uh yeah, so I don't know. Like I'm, I'm close. I'm, I'm edging ever so close uh, as we move forward. And you, as we touched on, you had a victory, hard-fought victory, five-four over Alex McLean. Yeah. Uh, let's bring your box score up. Yeah, it was a bit closer than I thought of. Uh, well, I was just hoping for. I, 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 well, maybe I was overconfident going into this week. I don't know. I'd, I'd beaten Alex comfortably before, and you know, I'd been sort of coming off the back of a couple of big wins, and the team was in a good space. But it, it did come down a bit closer than I wanted it to. Uh, just narrowly winning the rebound category in the end. 
Uh, I lost the blocks. I think this time last week I was talking to you about, oh, yeah, Alex yeah. is a, a punt blocks team and I won't need to activate Mobley or anything like that. Um, he didn't block any shots this week, so it didn't make a difference. But, um, yeah, he, he beat me in blocks, which was definitely a surprise to me. Um, my team wildly fluctuates at blocks. I think last week I had like 44 blocks. This week I've only had 23. So um, I thought that category was well in hand and turns out it wasn't. Uh, and the rebounds I was much closer than I was expecting mm. as well. Um, but I, I got over in points, which was the category that I thought was going to be the one that might go either way. And he did have a 60-point Steph Curry performance this week, but uh, probably one of my better scoring weeks for my team uh, with a, a big Bradley Beal game today, which definitely helps. But all in all, we got there. Um, again, didn't need to make any waiver wire moves. Uh, I haven't done that for the last three weeks now. Just kind of sitting on my hands. Um cycling through my injured reserve spots with a couple of guys going in and out of those sort of things with some short-term injuries. Um, and yeah, just it's the, the team's been, been going all right so far. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I'm just looking down there now and, and rebounds. Cause you're, I think, are you the top team in rebounds? You're right up there. If you're not, number uh, one. I think I am on the season standings. I am, Second behind yourself, yeah. Behind I think me. you and I are very, very close at the top of the standings, and I'm I'm third in blocks, and Alex is second last. So okay. go. That. <laughs> yeah, I think I think looking at at your blocks total this week, it was more about your team underperforming than Alex's. Yeah, really weird. Yeah, um, yeah, twenty three. I'll bring up mine in a minute, but I'm fairly confident I beat that quite comfortably. Yeah. Yes, blocks yes, yes. this week. Um, so yeah, look, it was tight, but but it does keep you. If I bring those standings uh, back up, keeps you in in fourth. Now, were you third heading into this? Uh, I was. We, uh, yeah. So Rhett and I were tied. I think I was sitting in third because my recent matchup was a better okay. one. I think that's the tiebreaker. I don't really quite know, but we were tied basically in terms of the games behind the leader. Um, yep. Rhett had a six three win. I had a five four win. So he's moved. He's moved one category ahead of me, but I've basically been sitting in that third or fourth spot for the last several weeks. And uh, as you can see in the screen there, it, it's a pretty pretty comfortable spot because I'm six places yeah. or six categories ahead of the next place team. So I feel like I'm comfortably going to be there or thereabouts in the third or fourth spot come fantasy playoff time. So um, yeah. don't need to make any sh- like rash, short-term-minded uh, decisions at the moment. I'm sort of just sort of seeing how things play out with a long-term focus. Yeah, yeah. And I've, uh, as I said, yeah, I'm up into eighth now. Uh, I jumped Mike Barner. I'm fairly certain this uh, this week he had an 8-1. Yeah, he got belted. To belted by Josh. Um, so, jo- and so me beating Drew this week and, and then Josh having an 8-1 victory, I think, moves him about 11 games clear at the top. Um, yeah. So, yeah, someone's got to do something about that. We can't let Josh uh no, This, this is all... Perfect and primed for him to just coast into the playoffs, have that early round bye, and then bang, first or second round exit, and yep. uh, for a disappointing week in the finals. I, I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. Uh, yes. Look, he. I, I would say. I mean, we've still got. Oh, I want to say we've got maybe four weeks left. Josh has probably got top spot locked up. Um, I would say so. He would have to fall in a heap here. So. Uh, I think both he and, and Drew are probably got those top two spots locked up, and then it's yourself and Rhett in three and four, and then a little bit of a battle 
from five. So we've got Mike Catron, uh, watch the boxes, who uh, is on 67 and 65. Uh, 67 and 67 for B-Dub, 66 and 67 for Noah Rubin, 64 and 69 for me. Um, yeah, so I, I'm still going to need a little bit to go my way. Uh, I'm going to just – I'll bring up my box score uh, from this week. So, yeah, 5 three, one as we said. I won my categories that I need to win. Um, I won field goal percentage. I won rebounds. 307 rebounds. It's a solid rebounding week for me. Uh, 45 blocks. Actually, only won by seven um, blocks in the end. So uh, it was never really in doubt. I think he pulled a couple back uh, today, I want to say. I think Drew's uh, team is sort of more towards the top in the blocks category. Yeah. Uh, so who got in blocks today? Someone must have got some weird out-of-position block. Oh, Damian Lillard got two blocks. There you go. Uh, Jamal Murray got two blocks. So not really expecting uh, high block numbers from two of yeah. your guards. But uh, so I did end up winning assists for the second time this season, uh, one by seven assists. So maybe those seven TJ McConnell assists proved vital um, but would have liked to steal as well to get me that extra half point. But look, at this point, I'm going to take any win that I can get um, to keep me in contention. Uh, if we have a look at now, I mean, we'll talk about a little bit more, but just obviously relevant uh, news that came out today on Joel Embiid's knee uh, yes. injury. He's going to undergo surgery. Uh, look, I've listened to, I listened to, to Josh's podcast already um, to get his opinion on it. What, what are your thoughts here? Like, I guess the, the question is going to be, can I drop Joel Embiid? Yeah, uh, I, I think you can or pretty safely drop him. I think, obviously, if you have an open IR spot, you, you put him in IR. But if, he, if he's having a meniscus surgery, I think the shortest turnaround is going to be six weeks before he's back out onto the court. And that, to me, seems like a very optimistic viewpoint. I haven't seen... I've been looking at some tweets. that They, they seem to be very cryptic about a lot of these kind of informations, mm. not labelling if it's a repair, if it's a removal, or anything that actually give us some solid information. But it's... Um, what was the tweet I saw? It was something like a... Uh, I can't remember the wording. Oh, here it is. Is a corrective procedure this week to address an injury to lateral meniscus. So that doesn't tell us anything. Um, it will address the displaced flap in the meniscus. He will be sidelined. So... We, we know with meniscus injuries, and Jaron Jackson Jr. was an example a, a couple of years ago where he had a uh, repair, and that put him out for basically, I think it was like eight months or something like that. It was a long time um, versus uh, a removal. So if they just go in and, and clip that sort of loose uh, flap in the meniscus, then he can be back in you know in time for the regular season pl- or the, reg- the actual playoffs in the NBA. Uh, but in terms of fantasy basketball playoffs, I think it's a very – unlikely scenario that he's going to be back in any kind of meaningful way to help yeah. our teams. And the only time, if you've got to make moves and you've got other injuries, you've got other things to deal, I do think that it more than likely is safe enough to drop him. Um, if you're at the top of the standings and it's not that vital, of course, wait until there's some more concrete information out there because obviously it's freaking Joel Embiid. He's the best player in fantasy basketball. Um, but if you are in the mix and you've got to make some moves, I think it is fine to drop him. Yeah, and I think the 
like yeah, the, I mean the wording, as you said, there's been so much cryptic stuff, and and it's not isolated to this injury. We've had it from a, a number of teams this season where they just won't tell us what the injury is. Um, I'm not sure of the reasoning behind that, but corrective to me indicates that they are trying to fix this and not simply cut it or trim it. Which that that is the lengthier, as you said, with Jaron yeah. Jackson. Uh, I'm pretty sure. From memory, this, this was also the injury that Zion had. Um, Could his, be, yeah. I think in, he had like that one year. I think it was like his third year in the NBA where he basically was out for the vast majority of the season. Yeah, yeah. He missed, um, yeah, significant part because he had that repair. So, and and Embiid has already had meniscus surgery in this knee, I believe, where they yeah. they did some work. So, I guess it's weighing up this year versus long-term, because if, if yep. they were to trim it and get rid of it, he, his long-term prognosis would not be good. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm okay with, I think, dropping him, as you said, unless you're right at the top of your standings and you can afford to to wait a week um, and maybe we get some some news. But, yeah, I, I think he's probably someone we can move on from, uh, yeah. unfortunately. Good, good for good for you in the uh, in the industry pickup league because one of the teams ahead of you is Noah Rubin, who does have uh, who does have Joel Embiid, and uh, oh, I do believe I do believe that I come up against him not this next week but the week after. Oh no, no, I don't. Sorry. Okay, um, I thought well, that's that great. Well, I've got too, Noah but... on my sh- on my show tomorrow morning, so I will remind him of that. Uh, <laughs> just, just point that out. Yes. Um, so we've got. I've just brought up. Look, uh, waiver wires pickups have been pretty stagnant the last week. Uh, not not really a lot happening. Um, I managed to get Josh Hart last week, maybe the end of last week, um, for a hundred dollars. Beyond that, uh, Alex Reclean picked up Paul Reed. Not that he really did much this week. Um, Precious to Chua for nineteen dollars, but yeah, look, not much beyond that. Really, um, what are your thoughts on Paul Reed? Because I've had some questions about him. We obviously have have uh, said to managers that he is the player we want to be prioritizing here, and then he's gone and had yes. a couple of duds. So, yes, are we sticking can, with him? Absolutely, I think I think this is part of the course of Paul Reed. He will do this from time to time, but on the vast majority of cases, when you look at when he has the opportunity, which he does have for probably in most likelihood the rest of the season, he is someone that can put up top 60, top 50 value. It's not coming from points. It's not coming from threes. It's not coming from assists. It's coming from rebounds. It's coming from steals and blocks and field goal percentage. And that's all things that he can do even in low 20s, mid 20s and minutes. And he is someone that I expect to at least get sort of your 24 to 26 minutes a night um, I think the uh, one or two of the duds, there was an explanation to say that he was sick. Um, mm-hmm. So his minutes and performance was down. Um, so we can kind of take that one with a grain of salt. But if anyone grabbed him and then dropped him in a league that I'm in, I'm immediately grabbing him off the waiver wire again because uh, I think that this has long-term appeal to be a hugely successful uh, acquisition. So don't panic if you picked him up and he's disappointed so far. I think he'll still be good. Yeah, and if you didn't get him, just keep an eye on your waiver wire because there are going to be managers that will drop him um, because he he hasn't sort of been as advertised. Um, and yeah, I think I think it'll be a little bit up and down. Like he, he's not going to be a consistent. Let's slot him in, and he's going to put up Joel and bead numbers. But uh, I think when we when it all washes out in in four six weeks, he will be a, 
probably a top 100 player, someone that's worth rostering or has been worth rostering. Um, it was actually, um, it was really annoying in this league, in the industry pickup league. Um, Alex Reclean, who I was versing this week, picked up, I think he picked up Paul Reed the night before Joel, Joel Embiid was, he came back for that game. Okay. Um, so I think Alex picked him up thinking Embiid was going to be out. Embiid then comes back in and plays that game. So he's got him on the roster, and then that game Embiid gets injured. So Alex yeah, already yeah. had Embiid had Paul Reed on his team. So uh, yeah, there was no opportunity for anyone in Adelaide to go and pick him up after the proper injury for Embiid went down. So yeah, yeah, yeah. very frustrating. Yeah, um, but but that's I mean that's part of fantasy is getting ahead of these things, and um, he obviously got a little bit lucky there with yeah. Kaminga landing on Embiid's knee. But the fact that they had him out on the court uh, at yeah. all probably uh, contributed to that. Um, so pulling up the, the matchups for this week, I play Noah Rubin this week. So there you oh, go. Oh, um, there you go. Okay. This so, is this is lined up beautifully for you. <laughs> yeah. So our show tomorrow will be interesting. Um, so yeah, look, should be a, should be a close one. Um, he still has Carl Anthony Towns on his team. Um, yeah, I've no idea if I beat him previously or not, but. Uh, you are up against... I'm up against, uh, watch the boxes, Mike Catron. So two people okay. that are ahead of you. So yes, uh, Mike yes. had a big win this past week, I think. So he went up into that fifth spot. But it is a bit of a merry-go-round that fifth, sixth spot. Um, yeah. Last time I versed Mike, I had a very disappointing loss. Uh, a, a, okay. a win that I should have had. Um, and it's probably my worst loss so far this season. Um, so I'm, I'm looking for revenge. And I'm also looking yep. to help you out here, Kingy. So if, if we could both get Ws, that will push two teams ahead of you down whilst bringing us both up. So that's uh, that's the result we're pulling for. Yeah, so I, I actually did beat Noah uh, when I played him in the fifth week. Uh, beat him 5-4. Just having a look at the category. Yeah, all, well, I actually won assists. Somehow lost turnovers, blocks, assists. I won by one. So... Look, much like most of my weeks, it could come down to assists uh, this week and steals. But, yeah, no no Embiid certainly helps. Uh, so, yeah, yes. and, and I don't really have to worry about him coming back because we know that's not going to happen. So Not going to happen uh, this week, no. no. The other interesting matchup this week is uh, uh, B-Dub, who's also that third team between you and the playoffs, yeah. is uh, going up against um, Establish the Run and Drew Dinkmeyer. So another one of those top teams. So... Yeah, it could be a scenario where all three of the teams, hopefully, touch wood, knock on wood, uh, lose and and you win, and maybe this will be a big week for you. I think after this week, we'll have a better idea whether it's still possible or not for you to slide. The yeah, playoffs. yeah. I mean, if they can, if they can all lose and, and I can and win, and obviously Noah is directly above me, two two wins uh, or two games, two categories ahead. Uh, yeah, if I can win five four, I, I guess I pull even with him. Um, and uh, yeah, if you can do your job and, and have a good win for me, uh, yeah. then hopefully when we're talking next Monday uh, over on your channel, I will have another smile on my face. Uh, but hopefully, time will tell. Hopefully. Um, It'll be a big week. Yeah. It will. Yeah, it's getting down to the business end um, of the season. Trade deadline is obviously this uh, Thursday, uh, Friday for us, Thursday for us, uh, yeah. in the States. Yep. Um, I'd recommend just people save your waiver wire pickups this week. Um, don't go out early and just grab people because yeah. there's sure to be some value um, 
later in the week. It might not necessarily mean that you have to wait until Thursday because we could, of course, get trades earlier in the week than that. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't just go out and, and rush and, and pick yeah. up people early in the week. Um, yeah, don't don't pick up. Away. Don't pick up like streaming options or anything like that. If someone drops a Paul Reed, that would be an ad that I would definitely yeah. go ahead and use. If it was something like a big like that. Um, I'd be I'd be pulling those kind of moves, but yeah, not not anything that's short term focused. I think because it's still early enough in the week that you could, if you need to stream to, and you are desperate for wins, that you can still make use of that. You know, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and and, and do those sort of moves for that that part of the week. But early in the week, probably not worth it. No, that's right. Um, that'll look that'll do it for today. Just a quick one. Uh, I've got so much to do tonight. One of my leagues. Um, actually ended today, sort of ended. So it's a league that I'm now splitting into two new leagues with the top eight battling it out for the title and the bottom eight battling it out for the number one pick in in next. So we're doing two redrafts tonight, two brand new drafts, um, which will be interesting because Embiid probably won't be drafted. Oh, Um, yeah, undrafted will Embiid, number one player. Yeah. Uh, yeah, who's going to go number one? Will it be Jokic or will it be Shea or will it be Wemby? I don't know. How high is Wemby going to go in a redraft? Um, yeah, with, with his back-to-back rests and, and minutes. and I mean, you'd have to go still top, like, first round. You'd have to he'll go that, first but... round, I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think I'm going to have – I think I've got the fourth pick. Um, okay. And, and it, so it's two eight-team leagues now. So it's a, it was a 16-team league splitting into two eight-team leagues. So I've got the fourth pick. It's going to be a quick draft because there's only eight teams. Uh, rosters are going to be very talented because the second round pick, you can get the 10th ranked player kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, with the fourth pick, uh, I might have Wemby on the table um, if if Jokic and Shea and maybe Halliburton go top three. Um, what about someone who's been up there the last couple of months in Kawhi Leonard? How high do you think he's going to go? Because over the past two months, he's the third ranked player on a per-game basis. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I feel like he'll go high. I think he, he might go top 10. Um, Halliburton might drop slightly he's, he's been because down of all this hamstring recently. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So so maybe he drops a little bit. I don't know. It'll be interesting. We'll, um, we can talk about it next week quickly, and then I'll, I'll just give a brief rundown of where people are being It's an drafted. interesting snapshot of like obviously what we're expecting from everyone for the rest of the season, the, uh, yeah, the, yeah. the mid-season redraft. Yeah, and a little bit, uh, not a, I mean, not a huge indicator, but just a small indicator of what might happen next season too. Obviously, there's a lot of trades and things to happen, but um, yeah. yeah, it might be a just a little glimpse into the future. Um, yeah. So for Wemby, for example, how high is he going to go? Does he go fifth pick or ninth pick? Um, anyway, it should be fun. Um, so I've got to set up two brand new leagues and write an article, so I've got a lot to do tonight, uh, and cook dinner. So I am going to let you go. Where can I mean, let people know where they can find you and what you've got coming up. Have you got anything planned for the trade deadline? Yeah, so I, I unfortunately can't do a live trade deadline show, but there will be a show coming out probably on the late Friday or late Thursday night US time, uh, Friday afternoon, my time. I will be doing a show reviewing all the trades uh, and the fantasy basketball implications. So stay tuned for that one. That will be coming out uh, over at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball on YouTube uh, and any podcast podcast platforms. Otherwise, you can just follow me on Twitter or X at Ball Boys Fantasy. And, uh, yeah, stay tuned for what happens. And uh, I'll see you next week, hopefully reviewing another couple of wins there, Kingy. 
Fingers crossed. Yeah, so we will be back on your channel next week, yep. uh, same time. Uh, I am. I wasn't going to, but I am going to do a live trade deadline show, but it will be a trade deadline recap show. So it'll be following the trade Artifact, deadline yes. uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern US time, I think, 8 a.m. Australian time, um, only because there's so many other people doing live shows during it. So uh, I just thought I'd do one a little bit yeah. later. Um and my show, uh, Noah and I will be live tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern, I believe, uh, just to talk about the week and, and what's coming up and the trade deadline and, and everything. So, um, yeah, you can check out all of our content at fbibasketball.com. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Twitter, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Thumbs up, subscribe, everything you know what works. Uh, as I said, over on Mitch's channel next week, uh, with a pair of wins, hopefully. We'll see. <laughs> Until next time, catch up. You just listened to another episode from the Fantasy Basketball International Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us. And for more information about joining our community, please check out our website at fbibasketball.com. <laughs>